Nebraska's awful. They're not going to get any better. Frost is dead. Like, literally <laughs> dead man walking. He's applying for jobs at the airport already. But, not coaching yeah, jobs, to be clear, like Chick-fil-A. He, he'd have a tough time managing a Chick-fil-A. Let me say that. They, they have a pretty high standard of quality. I they, do, they, they do have a hurry-up offense at Chick-fil-A. Dan, you're All a right. restaurant manager. What restaurant best suits um, lines up with Scott Frost's coaching style? That would be Chili's. Um, Chili's is a total fucking fiasco. The food quality's gotten worse year after year since the 90s. That is good. It's got like it used to be really good when we were the kids in the nineties. They would have <laughs> fajitas sizzling on plates. And it seemed like it was this cool Tex Mex establishment. There's one, <laughs> there's a couple in town, and I decided to go to one about three, four months ago with my girlfriend. I was like, let's go to Chili's. I've been there in a minute. And the food's even cheaper. The prices are lower on the menu now in 2021 for the same items as in 1993. Now I'm no businessman, but in order to pull that off. The quality of food has to go way the fuck down. If you're serving like a steak that's rated eight out of 10 in the nineties, you're serving some two out of 10 bullshit. Now if it's on the two for 20 entree menu. So, uh, Chili's would be the best uh, representation for Scott Frost. Dan, I think, I think this is about to become a recurring segment. Speaking of coaching, fun new segment here on take points where tom wants me to uh oh yeah um, hypothetically let me, let me set you up sorry dan and uh this started with uh who was our inaugural one who was oh it? It was scott frost scott frost would manage a chili's <laughs> anyway i thought that was so funny we're making it a running segment for the rest of the season or or until it's not funny anymore but you know i challenged dan this week i give him a little heads up I want to know Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley is a bit of an enigma as a coach. If Lincoln Riley lost his job in coaching, could never coach again, and his only option was to manage a restaurant, what restaurant would be a good fit for Lincoln Riley to manage, Dan? Well, Tom, I'll tell you right now, if Lincoln Riley was looking for a good food and beverage manager job, Outback Steakhouse is the place he needs to be looking. Outback Steakhouse has a story tradition. It's been around for many years. It has all the right ingredients to be successful. You got steak, you got lobster, you got expensive items on the menu. You have everything that you want. You have better ingredients than all the other restaurants, much, much like Oklahoma has better ingredients than just about every other team. But there's just something missing there. And that's the feeling I get when I go to Outback Steakhouse, that you know, I just spent $60 for myself and I had a shitty steak with a bunch of juice on the plate leaking into a baked potato. And I wonder why this fucking shrimp skewer is overcooked. And that's why he would be a great fit at Outback Steakhouse because he can take those premium ingredients in stored history and execute on a good level, but not an execute or not an, like a perfect level. And that's what separates Outback from a real steakhouse which also separates Oklahoma from a national championship football team. So Lincoln Riley might be serving a blooming onion unless he wins a title in three or four years. So which quarterback, which Heisman winning quarterback is the blooming onion, the marquee dish, the mar, <laughs> the, the marquee dish, you know, um, is probably Kyler Murray. Cause he, he is, you know, it was very exciting. They might be the most frustrating team to root for, I would guess, because 
you know your team's good, but you know you're not winning the national title either. And everyone on TV will say, oh, you're up for it, and oh, blah, blah, blah. But if, if you're honest with yourself, you know Oklahoma ain't winning shit. And that's just the way it is. You'll, uh, you'll never be Ruth Chris's. No, you will not be Smith and Walensky. Um, Z, is there a question you want to ask me about Iowa's coach by chance? There is a question, Dan. Thank you for bringing that up. Kirk Ferentz of Iowa, if he, for some reason, could never be a football coach again and the only job he could have was as a restaurant manager, which national restaurant is Kirk Ferentz best suited to run? That's an excellent t- uh, question, Tom. Thanks for setting me up with that. If Kirk Ferentz was fired tomorrow and was looking for a restaurant job, I can't think of a better place where he'd be a, a great manager than a Kentucky Fried Chicken. And let me tell you why it's KFC. Iowa does the same thing every year. They run the ball, they play defense, and they do play-action pass to the tight end. There's no spread formations. There's no um, elite quarterback. There's no elite wide receivers. There's no surprises with them. They're the same team. Just like KFC does fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and gravy. And that's what they do. KFC's menu is only those things. There's no McCafe. There's no uh, lean options with like, you know, under 500 calorie menu. It's the same shit every year. Quietly underrated. KFC is the third biggest fast food chain in the world. You won't expect that. It's a holiday tradition in Christmas in Japan to get KFC. It goes... They are number three behind McDonald's. The number one's actually fucking Subway somehow, which is totally ridiculous. But who would have thought KFC is the third biggest chain in the world? Not me. Well, Iowa just does the same thing every year. They run the ball. They play defense. It's play action to the tight ends. They had two tight ends taken in the draft. They were the first two wide receivers slash tight ends taken and Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson a couple years ago. Um, Just an underrated underrated team year in year out just like how kfc is underrated tom tomorrow night pick up a bucket of chicken some mashed potatoes and gravy for the family no one's going to be disappointed it's chicken just like you turn said ryan everybody loves that shit chop it up and sell it it's the best advice i've ever heard in my entire life and that's what kfc does and that's what iowa does so kirk ferentz would seamlessly fit right into kentucky fried chicken thank you what do you have to dress like the colonel If he wants to, it doesn't matter. It's KFC. Apparently, you can do whatever you want. As I said, we usually go with college coaches, but today we're going to go to the National Football League, and we're going to talk about a coach who's been in the news, the news media. Mr. John Gruden's going to have a tough time finding a job in the near future. So if he wants to manage a restaurant, what restaurant is best suited for John Gruden? We know he has connections at, at Outback and at Hooters, so he's got a lot of options. Well, Tom, you are a smart man because you have the correct answer. The answer is Hooters, Tom. Um, Hooters is delightfully tacky yet unrefined, much like John Gruden. Hooters was innovative a long time ago, but has since been sort of copycatted and improved on, as in Hooters is now not as good as, say, Tilted Kilt or Twin Peaks or many other uh, knockoff establishments that have the same titillizing appetizers and various options. John Gruden would (laughs) would definitely fit in very well at Hooters. Um, A little bit, 
out of touch. He's been around for a while and he's offensive to some people. So therefore, John Gruden, Hooters 2022. I had never heard of Twin Peaks. Uh, we, we, we got one here in Phoenix, or at least a couple. There's one for next to Arizona State's campus. Take a guess why they call it Twin Peaks, Tom. It's because of the mountains. We got a lot of mountains around campus. That's why. And so it's time to bring back our beloved new segment, Coach's Restaurant. So, Dan, your question today is what restaurant is Brett Bielema capable of managing? Thanks, Tom. Uh, I actually had a little bit of a hard time with this one, but thanks to uh, Ryan, he um, gave me a great recommendation. I'm going to roll with it. That'd be uh, Golden Corral, Tom. Um, Golden Corral, like Brett is completely full of a lot of shit. All right. Um, you know, basically golden crowd's got a bunch of mediocre stuff laying around. According to head coach of Illinois, he's got a lot of mediocre shit laying around in his uh, locker room as well. Um, golden crowd has no idea how to execute in the kitchen. He doesn't know how to execute on the football field. It's a, it's a match made in heaven, right? People go to Illinois games they don't really care about what's going on there. They're there for just to go out for the experience. Much like people go to Golden Crowd, they're not going there to enjoy the fine food. They're just going there for the experience and to see like some crazy guy wearing like some kind of crazy outfit and someone screaming across the dining room and a young kid throwing a, a piece of fucking, you know, chicken across the room at somebody else or something. You know, it's basically just a total shit show. Golden Crowd is a shit show. Illinois football is a shit show. It's a match made in heaven. So um, Brett Bilema, Golden Corral, sounds good to me. My other comment is you can't blame him because the uh, old country buffet that had the space before is responsible for <laughs> all the shitty food in the kitchen. It's true. It's not his fault that he inherited the Golden Corral menu. If he had his menu items on there, it'd be a different story. And I want to start right off with America's favorite new segment, Coaching Restaurant. We had teased that we were going to do Manny Diaz. Well, Tom, this is a tough decision. Um, but I decided that he would be a really good assistant manager at Pizza Hut. Now, the reason for this is that Pizza Hut and Manny Diaz have made terrible decisions over the last 10 plus years. Manny Diaz had a choice between going to politics or becoming the Miami head coach. Clearly, politics was the right route uh he made the wrong decision pizza it's also made a wrong decision in getting rid of their all-you-can-eat lunch buffet very similar so he knows how to make a bad decision pizza made a bad decision and also all the miami people are all you know they all have their heads in the past they're all living in the glory days just like pizza hut is now you turn on the tv you see a pizza commercial it's craig robinson doing some kind of throwback 1970s commercial same thing Living in the past, making bad decisions, Manny Diaz and Pizza Hut. I'm curious why you made him an assistant manager. I don't think he can handle the head GM duties of Pizza Hut. So I felt like the assistant role would be a lot better off for him. You know, he's just in charge of making sure the pizzas go into the box. He can't handle schedule making and health inspections and ordering food. He's just good to be there to kind of be in charge to like, make sure that the 17 year old kids are putting like the wrong toppings on pizza. That's more his route. Steve Adazio, the coach we love to talk about 
And uh, we are finally putting him into our famous segment, Coach's Restaurant. Thanks, Tom. This was a hard decision. Uh, you know, I want to make sure I made the right decision for Steve Adazio, someone who can't coach, someone who needs help, someone who can't stand on his own and needs to partner with somebody. Therefore, he'd be the restaurant manager at Long John Silver's. Now, the reason <laughs> behind this is that all Long John Silver's are now connected to a Taco Bell, where the Taco Bell holds down the fort and they just have the long john shit in the corner. If somebody comes in and wants the fish, they throw it in the, in the fryer real quick and they get it out to you. Much like Steve Adazio cannot stand alone as a head coach anymore. He needs to go the Alabama rehab route of Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin, Bill O'Brien, uh, Greg Shianu. I feel like Adazio is a prime candidate to be the next defensive line assistant super assistant to the D-line president's coach's sister's elder at Alabama any day now. And then, and he can hide at Alabama, much like as a Long John Silver's GM, you can hide in the corner of Taco Bell and not really get in anybody's way. And, uh, you know, just stay out of the way, mind your own business. And clearly he can't do it on his own, just like Long John's can't do it on their own anymore around the United States. So because of that, Steve Adazio, Long John Silver's Alabama assistant coach, 2023. I love, I just laughed before you even explained it, Long John Silver, just the name alone, like Long John Silver, that's a dude right there. <laughs> that, Long John Silver is a dude. And that's, God, thank you, Tom. I left that out. Uh, it's in the name of the restaurant. What's better than this? Dudes frying fish. He may lose his job soon. He's going to need a backup career. Managing a restaurant might be right up his alley. But Dan, where would your fellow namesake, Dan Mullen of Florida, what restaurant would he be best suited to manage? Thanks, Tom. This was another hard decision. Um, but... You know, since he coaches at Florida and Florida has like, you know, a whole lot of recruits, they got a lot going for them. He does less with more than just about anyone. So I couldn't think of anyone or another restaurant more suitable than Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is open 24 hours a day. They offer the full menu 24 hours a day. At any point in the day, you can get an egg sandwich, a taco, a cheeseburger, chicken tenders, uh, Oreo shake, ice cream cone, churros, french fries, mozzarella sticks, potato wedges, pancakes, 24 hours a day, and still they're mediocre. And that's exactly what the Florida Gators are. They have a ton of talent coming in. They have a storied history. They have great home field advantage. They have players in-state who want to go there because Florida State fucking sucks down the road. Miami sucks down the road. And you still just can't get it done. So he'd be great at Jack in the Box. They're open 24 hours a day. Um, he could just go in there and just kind of work any shift. He doesn't really care. He doesn't really care about going out and finding any, any high-valued employees, a.k.a. recruits. Uh, he only recruits in the offseason. So – he could be short-staffed all the time and wouldn't care because they're open 24 hours a day. 
Moral of the story, Jack in the Box would fit Dan Mullen fine because they have everything to offer, yet they're extremely mediocre. And that's what the Florida Florida Gators are this year. So Dan Mullen, Jack in the Box. Uh, What restaurant would Herm Edwards be best qualified to manage? Another very hard decision this week, Tom. Herm is, uh, he's quite the character. He is, uh, you know, he's coach for the Jets and Chiefs. He was on ESPN for a while. He's now at Arizona State. He had that famous play when he was a player where he returned the fumble for a touchdown. He's very quotable. He's endless comedy. And that's where I really focused. What's more endless than the breadsticks at Olive Garden? So therefore, Olive Garden is the restaurant that Herm would be most fitted to be at. Olive Garden, biggest Italian franchise in America. Um, They have endless breadsticks, much like Herm has endless quotes. And whether it's you play to win the game or his intro press conference, Arizona State talking about, you know, Sun Devils or just various nonsense. Um, I believe Ryan had a segment a couple of years ago just where he went through the weekly presser and had quotes on Herm Edwards. So endless. Uh, Herm is also a complete um, enigma and a mystery, much like a lot of the food is an enigma and a mystery. Why do they have something called a vegetarian lasagna with chicken? That doesn't make any sense, but it's on their menu. They have chicken that isn't really chicken on their menu that comes in a can. That's a mystery. They have various strange cheeses as well, stuff that I've never even heard of. So he'll fit in there. He'll make up some stories about where the chicken and cheese actually came from or what's vegetarian about that chicken lasagna. But um It'll be entertaining and it'll be sloppy and um, full of allegations. And that's basically why Herm would fit in well at Olive Garden. How many weeks would he be working there before he realized they don't just serve olives? (laughs) Six to eight weeks. That vegetarian lasagna with chicken line is true. So I did my research and they were, and I was going through like the history of Olive Garden and this like, consulting firm came in five six years ago to look at their menu and they were like why the fuck is there an item called vegetarian lasagna with chicken so they made olive garden take that menu item off nationwide it is thanksgiving week lots of eating going on we're going to start with our favorite segment coach's restaurant today we're going to talk about dino babers of syracuse Thanks, Tom. Uh, yet another hard choice this week. A lot of options you can go for, uh, you know, coach's restaurant this week. But as I contemplated this this week, I, you know, I was thinking about how Syracuse has changed since he came on board. You know, he was exciting and new at first. And then as time went on, you realize it was the same old shit that just made you sick. Therefore, he'd be great at Chipotle. Now, no other restaurant has had more E. coli, hepatitis, foodborne illness outbreaks than than Chipotle. When they first came on the scene, they were fun, new Mexican fast food concept. Everyone got really into it. But as you started to go there over and over again, you realize that, that it's just the same old shit and it will make you sick, much like Syracuse football. When Dino came on board, he was a fresh new start. Very exciting, 
high-powered offense. Now it's turning the opposite. His defense is good, but it is the historically bad offense. He is a quarterback that literally cannot throw the football. Uh, they've been uncompetitive the past few weeks. They're not going to make a bowl game, and now they get Kenny Pickett, former or uh, who will be a Super Bowl winning quarterback eventually, will come to the Carrier Dome and hammer in the final stake into Dino's heart this Saturday, and will hopefully put him out of his misery. But overall, like I said, Syracuse and Chipotle were very exciting for a short amount of time. But as time went on, it's clear that both are mediocre, tried and true, and will make you sick. So uh, what coach do we have on the docket this week, Dan? We have new LSU coach Brian Kelly. Okay, so again, another tough decision every week. Very difficult. Um, So Brian Kelly is going to LSU, which has everything. And... They have every tool they need to be the, be a total success. That's why he'd be great at McDonald's. McDonald's is the OG official. We have it all. We have the, you know, the Big Mac. We have the Egg McMuffin. We have the Quarter Powder with cheese. We got the chicken nuggets. But for some reason, something always gets fucked up, whether it's cold fries or, or the milkshake machine not working or them being out of food and you can only order the filet of fish, it's messed up. And that's why he'll be fine at McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's should be perfect. They're, they're known all over the world. They have great classic products. They were the first real fast food chain. But somehow, some way, it's just screwed up. That's why Brian Kelly will be fine. He'll get five-star talent. He'll have the greatest home field in college football. He'll have terrible weather late at night down there on the bayou, teams shaking in their boots, but he'll fuck it up just in the same way as if you go to McDonald's right now. You can order five things, and one of those five things, I guarantee, is not correct. You'll get a flat diet Coke or some cold fries or some other nonsense. So McDonald's, he'd fit in fine at McDonald's, and he might be there in 2024. So, Dan, we know that LSU gets everything right, except they can almost never get right the quarterback position. So which McDonald's menu item is the LSU quarterback? Easy decision, Tom. McFlurry machine. Now, the McFlurry machine never works. There's actually some like third party investigation going on right now into why the McFlurry machines are always down at every McDonald's you ever go to. They only work like 5% of the time. If you go to McDonald's a hundred times, only five of those times you'll be able to get a delicious McFlurry, which makes no sense. They they actually lure you in with the McFlurry only to let you down. Again, how Brian Kelly is going to lure in top ranked recruits only to say, we're going to lose to Alabama by 35 and you're going to like it. And I'm going to collect a hundred million dollars. You're never going to see me again. And I'm going to lose my fake Southern accent. And those are all things that are going to happen. I will note, yeah, with the McFlurries, I feel like there's always two options on the menu. It's changed throughout the decades, which two things, but they never actually have both. Whichever one I order, it's like, yeah, we got a Max Johnson and a Joe Burrow. It's like, oh, I'll have a Joe Burrow. Uh, we're out of that today. You want a Max Johnson? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fine. It's true. 
I'm not lying about that whole investigation thing. There really is a legit investigation going on into the McFlurry world. In the season of giving and uh, Christmas and New Year's, I'm going to do a positive Coach's Restaurant today for the first time all year. On an unexpected, unannounced, Kyle Whittingham. If Kyle Whittingham somehow opts to retire and manage a restaurant, where would he be suitable to manage? I'll tell you where. In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger has hamburgers, french fries, and that's it. Nothing fancy. There's no chicken. There's no salad. There's no value menu. There's none of that shit. Utah runs the ball, plays defense. They're not flashy. Both are absolutely excellent at what they do. Uh, Utah doesn't have, you know, high-ranked recruits coming in. in and out Burger isn't all over the country. It doesn't matter. They're regionally perfect at what they do. in and out is a staple of the West Coast, just like Utah. Woodingham would fit perfectly there. It's a good blue-collar type of place. Even before the um, the increase of minimum wage, In-N-Out Burger was already paying their employees uh, $15 an hour before anyone else, like 10 years ago. And that's incredible. And 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 they also have the lowest prices of anybody, too. A, a cheeseburger is still $3 on the menu. It, it's an unbelievable deal. Uh, it's freshly made. It's this fantastic product. Winningham would be totally fine there. Both outstanding at their craft, underrated, underappreciated, Kyle Whittingham in and out burger. All right. So that was the positive one for the year. We'll go back to a special negative one next week. It's time for the coach's restaurant, gentlemen. Uh, Chip Kelly has been at UCLA for far too long. So uh, I'll take this one, Tom. I'm ready. Chip Kelly's been at UCLA for four years. They've not been any good. Uh, you have to wonder why he's still there, why he's hanging around, much like Arby's. Arby's, it doesn't make any sense in 2021. No one's, there are no kids going out for roast beef sandwiches. You can have all the commercials you want that we have the meat, we have X, Y, and Z. Nobody cares. If you go to an Arby's right now, and just do the mean average of the customer, it's got to be about 59 years old. There's no one younger than us goes to Arby's. Zero people in their 30s, negative 5% in their 20s, minus 75% in teenagers. I don't know anyone who actually goes there. I, I don't mind Arby's. I'm not saying I dislike the food, just like I don't, you know, hate on Chip Kelly. I, I would have liked if Oregon would have hired him. But I don't know what he's doing at UCLA. He's been wasting his time there. People thought they were going to be great this year. Uh, no, they ended up losing four games. Moral of the story, Chip, I don't know why you're still at UCLA. Just, just move on. Quit coaching for a while. Go be a commentator and take a better job or do something else. Arby's, stop putting turkey clubs on the menu. Just, just sell roast beef sandwiches at dirt cheap prices and move on with the rest of your day. Arby's doesn't make sense. Chip Kelly doesn't make sense. He'll be fine as a manager there someday. Okay. Uh, back Can, to the game. I, I like that one. We don't even set these segments up anymore.
that was without a doubt the last time I'll ever step in foot inside of a Chili's. I, I walked out and I looked at my girlfriend and said, how was your meal? And she said, not great. And I said, that's the last time we ever eat a Chili's.